Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 86, the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. I'm your co-host, Bonnie ABDL. Welcome back, Bonnie. It's been a very strange day for me, but I'm not going to let that get me down because this is... Oh, wait, I just realized I did the wrong intro. Do you know what this <gasps> is? Oh, no. Welcome back I, to Dear Jolly, episode 86, the show where we answer always festive questions. I'm your host, Jasmine Starshine. And I'm your co-host, Bonnie ABDL. Welcome back. Right now, in the edit, you can hear some sleigh bells going and everything, and it's festive. It's snowed here in Cleveland. It is great. Everything is wonderful. The holidays are upon us. I am so happy to be alive and a snow dog. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, despite the uh, the freezing weather. We're currently in a polar vortex. I don't know if you can see my windowsill there, but it, it's yeah. just covered in snow. I was going to say, um, it's, a, it's, it's a little bit loaded up there, eh? Yeah, it's going to be miserable till Thursday. Ooh. And how are you? Good. I wish that was me. Yeah, what is this? <laughs> I'm kind of curious as to like where the hell the rest of the snow is. Because we were supposed to get absolutely mollywhomped with it. But oh, no, I see it coming. Right now, the snow I'm supposed to get is in Minnesota, but it's coming. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm shipping it down to you as we speak. Oh, hey, thank you. Yeah, uh, speaking of shipping things, did you like the Christmas card? I haven't gotten it yet. <gasps> Gasp. Well, it's on the way. Yeah, can- Canadian Post is uh, quite slow at the moment. Um, yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. I, I Holiday bet. season, understaffed. We love our postal workers, but we do not pay them enough. Indeed, indeed. I'll have to, I guess I can talk about this right now because it's the update segment. Um, I was actually emailing with someone from the Ukraine uh, who does like custom Warhammer sculpting and casting. And uh, I was talking to them. I was like, what's the mail situation? Like, can you ship things to the United States? And they're like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Please buy from us. (laughs) I was like, you got it. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, but before- and this is the one that you were hoping to get the the contact info for for like forever, right? Yes, this is the person whom I was trying to go through back alleys and back channels to find their email address, and I finally got it. So I'm a very hey. cool kid now. Uh, but <laughs> before I go off on the diatribe, that was my weekend adventure to games workshop do you want to talk about your weekend first oh <laughs> yes yes i do um saturday was very exciting we went to the dungeon i took ethan with me to the dungeon and uh, we had a, a bit of a scene pre-planned mm-hmm. where um i would just take him over my knee and spank him nice. spank him till he asked me to stop and it was really really fun um barehanded spanking is uh, probably my favorite, but we also had a brush and a paddle to use. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have a brush to use anymore because I broke <laughs> it on his ass. Nice. That's the yeah. good shit right there. 
Yep. Oh my God, look at the chat. <laughs> like look at the I'm chat. spanking and then, oh, uh, what am I missing in the chat? Oh my God, it does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got the alt text. It uh, Juice did a drawing of me and Fonny, both of our heads on one body with some crazy knockers underneath that shirt. I was going to say that is a fantastic rack. That is a wonderful rack. I'm very honored. Yeah, and Ethan is updating us on the status of his ass. Uh, he says that it that it was still pink until last night. Ooh, I was going to say, because yeah. you, you were talking in our server. You broke that uh, comb quite some time ago. Like a, It a was, yeah, Saturday night, and yesterday was Sunday. So a whole 24 hours of, of being pink. Ooh, nice. Mm -hmm. That's the good stuff right there. All right. Uh, do you mind if I, if I, if I share? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Please tell us about your weekend. Excellent. I've been trying to be a lot better about like hogging the mic and everything. I've been trying to be better about that. Everyone tells me it's fine, but I try to be conscious and like, you know, the give and take, the ebb and the flow, the parlay of conversation as it were, as we know. <clears throat> oh, of this, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was getting, uh, pretty stir crazy, uh, taking care of gray he's doing well uh he he entered the stage of recovery where you know when you first have like a procedure or something done and like the first while you're like i feel great and then like a week or two mm -hmm. later it just boom, you get knocked flat on your ass and you feel like you're dying oh yes mm -hmm. that's where that's where gray's at right now he's doing really good until he wasn't and now that uh, he didn't get like stitches, he got glue, which was really cool. Like oh, body glue. Yeah. So now the glue is starting to dissolve and oxygen is hitting the, the incisions for the first time. And he's he's feeling it. So he was like, um, like, why don't you like get out of the house, go do something. That's just like, you know, I don't really have a lot of friends on the east side of Cleveland because like I moved out here last year a lot of the people i knew were on the west side of town which i don't mind going to the west side of town but that's like almost an hour drive like cleveland is a fairly mm -hmm. large metropolitan area so uh but we do have a games workshop which is uh the company that makes warhammer they have like one of their official storefronts up there and uh gray and i have been in there a couple of times uh, we we're like, oh, the manager's hot. The mo the models are cool. Let's just go in there, and it's like a daddy daughter thing. We'll go in. We'll like go to the toy store and everything. It's like a really sweet, just like a fun thing we do together. Sometimes he'll like pick up like a model for me. It's really sweet. And so I go in there, and I have a uh, I have a whole box of models that I'm working on. Uh, the same army that I've been working on and updating on in our Discord, and um. It's near completion, but I had a bunch of mold lines I need to scrape down. And our store has, mm -hmm. uh, it's set up to be a club, not a store. It's very specifically a games workshop club. Although they do have a very robust storefront and they sell a ton of models. Like, don't get it twisted. It is primarily set up to be like a club where you go and you sit down and you hang out for multiple hours and you paint and you play Warhammer and you meet people. And I had never utilized it in that way. And I have, you know, fairly palpable social anxiety at times. 
And so I was like, you know, I don't know who's going to be there and everything. And Gray was just like, why don't you just like pack up some models? You go down there, you just sit down and you hang out and you just like work on your models and you just get out of the house and you just meet some people. And it's just like, I'm going to do it. You know what? I'm going to do it. So I get out there and I sit down and I, I meet the hot manager. His name is Redacted. And like his wife is there, <laughs> name Redacted. And like a couple other people came in and we were all talking, working on our models. And it was just such a lovely, wonderful time. And I just felt like so like welcomed and included. It was just such a great, wonderful vibe. And I just wanted to like share that because it was so cool. And like I was all up in there. I have like this fit that's like red and black tie dye MCR, the black parade hoodie. And then I have black craft leggings of the same exact pattern. And I, I was looking to the nines. Turns out the guy is also a member of the satanic temple is also a pagan is also getting ready to celebrate the solstice. And we were just having a grand old time. And I walked out of there with a couple new novels to read. It was a wonderful, wonderful time. The vibes are fantastic. That is amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. That sounds like the best weekend. Yeah, no, it was pretty clutch. Uh, and I realized that I was talking for too long because I had a bunch of like spit building up in, in my mouth. And as soon as I was taking a breath, I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> sucking it all <laughs> no. back. I was like, Jesus, I need to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, no. It oh was, no, it's all good. Yeah. And turns out we know him uh, through the local goth scene. Uh, he's oh. been, yeah, he's been frequenting the same goth club that we've been going to and specifically Gray has been going to like for the past decade. And he's like, holy shit, I know this guy. And it, oh, wow. Such a small world. So cool. Yeah. But we are not a Warhammer podcast. Uh, we are. What are a, we? Or are we? Don't tempt me. I don't need another project. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but what are we? <laughs> we are an advice show, an advice show that is supported by our wonderful patrons. Fani, do you want to take it away? Yeah, let me tell you about these patrons. These are the best patrons I've ever seen. They're the best. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of. I'm sorry. I'm oh sorry. God. I'm oh, oh no! I did that, didn't I? <laughs> No, 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 you didn't. It's it's on the brain because he just put out this stupid video where he's making Trump NFTs and he's like, they're the greatest trading cards ever. And it's so fucking funny because he's tiny little hands talking about NFTs. It's so funny. I thought that was a deep fake. No, it's real. I was laughing the entire time and then I found out that it was real and I was just shocked. (laughs) Gutted. You can buy them with your crypto or your credit card. <laughs> Based on his life and career. Based oh my his, god. The greatest president, better than Lincoln, better than Washington. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, okay, we're not talking about no, we're not. Uh, NFTs that definitely are not NFTs. They're not even NFTs. They're not even NFTs. They're not even um, NFTs. We're talking about. We're talking about patrons. We're talking about the $1 vanilla tier, which is going to get your username shouted out uh, on Dear Jazzy. Um, and let me take it away here with Casa, Danielle, Darlene, Laddle, Gosh, Cheeks, Manic, Pixie, Panda, Nabby, Red, Panda, Raystar, and Red in that tier. Moving on up, we've got the $5 Kingster tier that gets you access to the Spicy Photo channel featuring our lovely Jazzy. Uh, and then in that tier, we've got Baby Alexi, Chels, Lindsay, Lux, Meerkat, Ragtime, Retro, Skywalker Ranch, The Starling Family, Stitchlet, and Tyranid Twinkie. Uh, we've got in the $10 fetishist tier, that gets you an extended shout out and access to the extra spicy video channel. 
Uh, we've got Maya Chu, Neo Cryptid, Pandagoran, and Silky. Uh, up in the $15 Sinner tier, that gets you co-director input on all things Dear Jazzy. We've got Kiffy and Koneko, who writes in Bawoo. Uh, and up in the $20 Deviant tier, that gets your name written on Jazzy's body for all the spicy planned content. We've got Ao, who, re who has written in, The secret of freedom lies in ed educating littles, whereas the secret of the big's tyranny is, is in keeping the littles ignorant. We've got Briah, who says, Drink water, pee pants. We've got Daddy Gray, who says, Remember to practice safe text and proofread before sending. We've got Juicebox and Spade and Jess and Let's Call Me Joe, who writes in, Happy holidays to all the bigs and littles, and Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. We have Luna, who simply writes in, Poe. We've got Lupin and Personalius, who writes in, Back to Functioning. We've got Pope Felix, who's written in, Mr. T is stored in the balls. We've got Sluggy and Soup and Summer, who writes in, The cost of a desire is that of a thought. I was holding on to laughter. Because Juice posted another banger. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. <laughs> Give me the alt text on this one. All right. So it's me and Fonny. It's snowing. We're sitting outside. It's all like primarily blue. And our mouths are like big and our teeth are big and like clattering because we're so cold. It's like very like caricature cartoonish because our, our mouths are like squared off like <laughs> cold and everything it is so funny it looks like we are like barely wearing anything i'm barefoot in this why i'm going to channel my inner like grandma like who let that baby out of the house without a cone on hey jazzy yeah you got beautiful feet hey thank you well I mean, hey thank you thanks i'm very offended by it whoa <laughs> free feet content oh free shit feet drop if you want to see my feet, join the Discord. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Zing! Uh, email us, dearjazzypodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join our Discord, it is free with a vibe check. All right. Oh, sorry. I interrupted you. I, I was a little too fast. Oh, I was just going to add a little comment about how this, this picture that Juicebox drew of us uh shivering is how i was out in the morning brushing the snow off of my car yeah 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 me yep. too. i had to fill up my oh, tank too this real. morning and i was like <laughs> just like shivering <laughs> at the pump my hand was like frozen numb trying to hold on to the pump it was awful but the okay, uh -huh. well, gas prices here in america are actually kind of starting to calm down a little bit i was big happy about it oh here too hey. i think it was a dollar 16 per liter where i'm at Oh, that's pretty good. It was about... Uh, Which is still ridiculous. Okay, what is it for you? Uh, right now, it was... I think it was like... I think I paid like two fifty eight per gallon. Which, uh, you know, that's like 17 different systems of measurement that we need to convert there. So a gallon is about four liters. Mm -hmm. You are paying equivalent to about 65-ish cents a liter. Oh my God. Uh, I am paying almost double... Uh, for all the taxes and all the the things that are piled on top of the actual gas price here. Wow, love it. Wow, love it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> love it. So, uh, let's do this again. Uh, WDJN, it's the news. Uh, I was just doing some editing earlier today, and I posted mm -hmm. last week's episode today. Um, 
today being the 12th of December, 2022. And um, our friend, Pope Felix, sent me a uh, like an actual sound effect of the like the actual like the the news sound and everything like the actual like the sound coming in over the <clears throat> coming over the telegraph something like an actual sample of that so <clears throat> i added that as part of our news jingle i'm very happy about that <gasps> yay yeah so i guess that's i guess that's a piece of news uh we also added in um the sponsor officially into our ad rotation which is the Kansas uh city eight I'm immediately going to fuck up the name. Wow. Hey, thanks for giving us money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the asshole is me. Okay. Here we go. The Kansas City Age Play Munch. I would have gotten it on the first try, but I doubted myself. Anyways, uh, first piece of news. It is the holidays, and it is our holiday episode after all. And we're going to be doing lots of holiday-themed questions here. But the most holiday-themed thing that we've got cooking is uh, we are doing a gift exchange. Uh, we're, it is Jasmus 2022. And how it works is in our Discord, uh, there is a channel. And in there, you can post your Amazon wish list or wish list to whichever other website you prefer. And when I, whenever I see a new wish list posted, I will right click pin it. And then if you want to give a gift, you can go through all the pins, kind of like scroll a bit, click on a random wish list, kind of, you know, like roulette, whatever, uh, and then buy something off that wish list uh, anonymously for that person and then the person will wake up to a nice little package on their stoop and i uh they're actually in the bedroom in the bed because i've been using them so much i got some new passies from mam which is like my favorite brand i'm big happy about it it's their yeah it's their 16th uh 16 month size uh mam perfects and they're special because the stems are just razor thin. So they just sit right on top of your lips and it's just like no teeth at all. And it's just like such like such like an effortless experience. So nice. 10 out of 10. Do recommend if you have a small mouth like myself. Um, <clears throat> so please, if you find yourself in the position where you are able or willing to participate, uh, you are encouraged to share your wish list and to pick out some stuff from other people's wish lists. I picked out a couple things uh, from people's wish lists, and it looks like they got there. Big excite, and it's just uh, what did you just post? Chunker, wow! The, oh my god, it's actually called the Chunker. Can you please yeah. tell us about this handsome lad? I was scrolling for fawn plush animals. Oh, geez. And Juicebox just posted a, another wonderful little uh, doodle of okay. you sticking your foot right up in the air. That is a, a large, uh, very perspective heavy foot. I was going to say, it, um, looks like you have, uh, and yeah. it looks like you have experience drawing feet like that. Like, uh oh. Also, the foot is backwards. I just realized. Uh -huh. I take it back. Oh, you fool. <laughs> oh, Juice, you fool. The foot is backwards. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you are you are pointing to your foot, saying "feet, feet," with a very enthusiastic face. 
anyways and yeah i was scrolling trying to find a a fawn plush animal to add to my wish list and uh saw this 149 dollar kind of realistic looking cat plush animal uh with the company name chonker chonker yeah chonker chonker which is i'm gonna be thinking about it all the time now i love that um the uh that is wonderful for me personally because Luna's uh, one of their uh, favorite fox stuff is this called Chonker Soft Fox. And I'm Aww. just like, oh, Chonker. And like, I get to see Chonker soon because we're trying to figure out a visit. I'm just, ah, oh. so that just gave me so much good energy just now. Oh, mm-hmm. it looks like Juice reversed the foot. So it is all accurate now wonderful oh but the bad one is being saved for, for posterity no good <laughs> and saving it <laughs> you fool you fucked the Done. enemy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that that is that uh please participate in our gift exchange it's a lot of fun get into the holiday spirit it is fantastic everyone's having a great time with that uh other piece of news <clears throat> is uh working on a new website it should be up right now. Uh, it's still trying to get the HTTPS certificate. So very specifically, mm-hmm. hopefully just this week, if you go to specifically www.adultswithgod.com, you can see the new website. And it is much sleeker, much cleaner. And I actually had time to like put some effort into it. And I'm pretty proud of it. Not going to lie. Um other than that that is all the news uh we are almost 30 minutes into this recording and we are just now getting to the questions <laughs> that's okay there's some stuff to cut out i'm i'm sure we'll pare it down somewhere oh, oh yeah in in the in the intro because i did let it run a little bit i was hoping to catch a good blooper and we did uh oh, yeah. going to the questions because we are an advice podcast gonna scroll back up okay Oh, there's a yawn. Uh, people playing bingo. There's your first yawn. Uh, do you want to take the first question? Of course. All right. We've got a question that is starts out. Dear Jazzy and Fawny, I have been as of 12-17-22 on HRT for a year now. Congratulations. And one perplexing thing I've noticed develop in me during this time is that I've been finding it increasingly difficult to sense my own bladder. Is this something that might gradually intensify over time, or is it something I can always overcome? I thankfully haven't had any unpadded accidents yet, but my instinct feels it will inevitably happen someday in the very near future. Thanks. And this is written by Jill. She, her. So the, <clears throat> so the tea with um, transfem bladders uh, usually stems from spironolactone. Uh, so when you suppress your T, uh, a lot of internal changes goes on, uh, go, the grammar's all wonky on that. I've had a day, so let's just collectively cut me one. <laughs> um, uh-huh. your bladder is one of the things that goes through some changes, uh, in the absence of testosterone, uh, and what that manifests as, uh, in most people is you have a little bit less warning and you have a little bit less capacity. Um, most people are able to make it to the bathroom just fine. Or if you are, uh, 
or if you are a diaper girl, like the rest of us, and like we know you that you are, um, then you have an easy out right there. Um, but when it comes to, uh, like, do you think it will progress? I don't think so. Generally, it doesn't progress into a full-blown situation of medical incontinence. Uh, that is incredibly rare. And I can't say I've ever read any, any case data on that occurring. Um, so I think you should be good. Uh, <clears throat> I know for me specifically, I've had, um, a fairly weak, uh, bladder just throughout my life in general. And I, I think I can only count on one hand, the amount of awake accidents I've had, but it's definitely, it definitely exemplified my bedwetting. If that is already a problem that you're dealing with, uh, that is, that's the tea. Uh, funny. I have no idea. <laughs> um, I was just doing a little bit of a Google and, um, Google is indecisive on the matter. Um, I wasn't able to find any like super duper strong conclusive studies that were like, absolutely. HRT is, uh, very well linked to the bladder. Some of them say very confusingly that, uh, it helps with urinary incontinence and some of them say that it that it uh causes it so yeah i don't know the verge is definitely out and it's definitely <clears throat> a prime example of like ah uh, yes we have no medical research on our diaspora wonderful one of those type of things yeah, uh, yeah. yes do we want to do the next question from jill as well of course yeah uh, okay and yeah, Brya says an ex it's an extremely complex topic. It definitely um, is. Agreed. Agreed. Because you'd need a, a large enough sample size um, who's who's currently taking hormone replacement therapy, and you'd need to be able to have like a control group taking like the same kind or same amount or whatever. And you'd also need the funding for it. Um, Look in the chat. Look That's the, the hard part. Look in the chat. Oh, <laughs> <A> little chonker. <laughs> yeah, Juice has given blessed us with a a picture of a of a very large. I'm going to say stuffed cat. I hope it's a stuffed cat. This I don't want a real right. cat to look like that. Yeah. Um, with the caption "heavy breathing" and uh, <laughs> the title over top of it saying "little chonker," and the word "chonker" is like smashed into the ground. Yeah. Oh that God. cat is not having a good time. Its face is like, <gasps> kill me. You know, Bryce coming in with some hot knowledge from a technical standpoint, those with a prostate tend to lean on their prostate to hold their bladder in. So the loss of the prostate can cause loss of urinary control. Uh, I'm not oh. sure if HRT causes the prostate to shrink per se. Uh, I'm also like a very weird specific case because my doctors and I believe me to be somewhere on the intersex spectrum as it were. So I cannot speak to my own experience personally, but maybe that could be a thing. Hmm. All right. That's a, that's a pretty sound sound point. Yeah. This episode, dear Jazzy is brought to you by padding power, the ABDL themed trading card game from Zaki if you're looking to collect and play a great new card game while supporting creators in our community, please visit PaddingPowerTCG.com. 
You can also join the community Discord where you can connect with fellow players and get a game or two in. Plus, me and Fani both have signature cards. Again, paddingpowertcg.com. Okay, but the question from Jill reads, uh, Dear Jazzy and Fawny, am I setting myself up for trouble by having so frequently attached my f- real first name to my ABDL presence? I participated in the online community for my entire adult life and was a fly on the wall for several years before that. During all this time, I've almost always identified myself as Jill in these circles without thinking too much about it, despite, despite how it's seemingly the norm to come up with a pseudonym. I've tried to experiment with using a pseudonym to ensure privacy in this community, like my FetLife doesn't have my name but does have my full face, but I haven't seemed to really commit to it, and I wonder if that's risky, especially when I don't think I've ever come across any EODLs that happen to be named Jill. So, dot, dot, dot. The answer is yes. (laughs) Yes. There is a reason why having a pseudonym is absolutely the norm in the community, and that's why the only time you can see my face is behind a paywall. Um, mm-hmm. And that that's true about a lot of us. Um, people who show their, their straight up their faces are incredibly brave. And usually that's because they either A, don't have, uh, like that is their like career is within the community, within the kink scene, or they're mm-hmm. in a job that does not give a shit what they do. Um Generally, though, I keep my face uh, under a paywall uh, just because, you know, I want to keep me and my family, you know, safe, you know, just in case like my career ever goes different places in the future. Um, When it comes to attaching my first name to my presence, there is a very select number of people that actually know my real name. And Fonny's one of them. Mm -hmm. And um And the reason for that is you can very easily look up, uh, even just from someone's first name, you can look up a lot of info about them, like their voting record, their residence, their phone number, a lot of information, Uh, not to mention criminal record, liens on their property. Like it's very easy to like dig, especially when... um, you know, especially when you're in a community like ours where there is some opposition to us existing and everything. So I would be incredibly careful uh, if you are going around using your using your name for things like it's incredibly ballsy. Uh, but by all means, do not let me shit on your parade. If that's what you want to do, absolutely go for it. Funny. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like if this is something that you feel safe and, and, uh, you know, proud of, uh, absolutely go for it. Uh, let people know your real name and, but yeah, for, for those of us with like the social circles that we don't want to know about this or the jobs that we don't want to know about this or really anything like, I don't want my family to know about this. So I'll keep my name my my real name um off of as many sort of the kink things that i as i can i think maybe only a couple of people around here uh know my my real first name Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. i got tagged oh and i see that's right okay yeah jill just posted uh something that they were doxxed in unfortunately unfortunately yeah 
uh, specifically for that reason, that is why <clears throat> for things like that, why I don't use my real name and why I go by Jazzy for a very large chunk. I actually go by Jazzy in more things than I go by my real name in just because so much of mm-hmm. my online presence and professional presence is done through that pseudonym in circles where being kinky is a norm and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Even my Instagram doesn't have my real name on it. And my Instagram is just Lolita fashion, like nothing wrong with it. It's just, I don't like those, those accounts to have my name on them. Sure. I have a, uh, I have an account that's literally just my cooking and soldering projects. That is specifically Mm. just for real life family and friends. And Mm -hmm. no one from this community knows about it. And I want to keep it that way. And even though it doesn't have any identifying information on it, it's still specifically for that audience. I just crossing the streams is fairly dangerous. And it's just like, if you're, if you're going to like, cause you're uh, technically it's legal to be ABDL. There's nothing saying that you can't be an ABDL, but you know, if you're going to attach your real identity to it, more power to you by all means, go for it. Just be prepared for, you know, what, what, what comes to pass from that and everything. Mm -hmm. All right. It is, sorry, it's a little bit hot in here. I'm hot flashing. Gotta love it's all good but yeah it's it's also perfectly legal to to have a fetish for being stepped on like a carpet and i don't know if i can name a lot of people who would just like be super open to their boss and their family and all of their friends like knowing that it's just like oh yeah there's that guy he loves being stepped on i bet john stamos (laughs) is into that oh yeah i can see that uh juice has posted another masterpiece uh, looking like Garfield over here, you can see the the sort of like three quarter away view of this this little striped cat with a little X for a butthole and a little uh, weird crooked tail, and it's sleeping in front of what I I am assuming is an empty food bowl. Mm-hmm. That's so cute. View. Yeah. All right. Uh, this next one comes in from Cat Puff, dear Jazzcast. What is some advice you'd have for exploring a king community in a new country? I know that there's been talks about munches and stuff, but what would you recommend in a place uh, with a bit of a different culture than I'm used to? For some super general context, this is a place in Western Europe, not too terribly far from Amsterdam. Thanks, 21st century cat girl, cat puff. Pronoun she, her. Hmm. Uh, I'll be real. I, the only time I've ever been out of the United States was when I was one year old, I think. And we went to uh, Canada and then came back a few days later. I have no memory of ever leaving the United States. Um, So that is, as a lot of people in the United States, you know, have that same experience. Um, A lot of people in Europe, since Europe is a lot more interconnected, and it's smaller countries over a wide amount of space do have that experience of going to different places, experiencing different cultures, eating different foods, speaking different languages, etc. Uh, so that is not something that is within my experience. But if you say that you are within proximity to Amsterdam, 
fuck just go to amsterdam <laughs> that's how you find the king community <laughs> you go to amsterdam on on a saturday night and you see what you can find there there's your answer <laughs> funny that's true i've heard good things indeed yeah um, i want to say i've that. also I interrupted you i'm sorry oh <laughs> no i think i interrupted you <laughs> no I think when I we've got just like a little teeny bit of lag it's it's pretty easy for me to be like oh shit i've interrupted you no you've interrupted me no i've interrupted you so you it's just probably fill us in on this but there is a cartoon where it's just like no after you no after you not after you it's just like <laughs> yeah. creatures going back and forth yeah um but yeah i've only really traveled within sort of my own north american culture um everyone has spoken english uh, and I've, I've known the people that I've traveled to go see. So I'm also not a very good person to, to ask about this. Um, I think Reddit might be a good place to check Ooh. for, for advice on, uh, a locale, honestly. That's really good advice. Yeah. Or even the, the FetLife groups for that area. I'm not sure if FetLife is like super duper big in other countries. I can only assume that there is a FetLife presence in other countries, especially in and around Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. That is true. This is one of the few times in doing 86 episodes of the show where I'm generally stumped or I should say genuinely stumped just because I have literally no experience. This is a really, really good question. Uh, like Fani said, Let's Reddit. See. Uh, ABDL Nederland has uh, fourteen hundred members on FetLife. There you go. Uh, Club ABDL from Amsterdam has twelve hundred members. Um, there's ABDL Belgium with four hundred members. Yeah, there's there are groups. <laughs> Where is the AB Universe EU warehouse? Let's see. Ooh, good question. Let's see here. EU AB Universe dot com let's see because now i'm curious let's see i forgot that europe also gets their own special boosters that's right oh man we are digging deep on this the address is in um okay i don't know how the uk works but it's selford greater manchester there <laughs> it's there.com <laughs> uh so it sounds like specifically for amsterdam there is a presence which is really really cool i'm not sure if other countries are going to have as much of a robust presence on fet life but it's worth a shot uh by all means i'm sorry that you know we couldn't give a more like succinct specific answer but Hopefully that puts you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. uh, this next one is very specifically for you. Dear Fani. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> Dear Fani, is Jazzy an iPad baby? Best inquiring minds would like to know. Others know as cat pop no. pronouns she, her. Am I an iPad baby? No, you were one of those, those uh, tiny children who were given like the little... Um, make the 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 slime candies kits yeah yeah 
I was big into kits. Um, my favorite type of kit was crystal growing kits. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I don't know if you, mm, like a, being an iPad baby is definitely a thing, but you were, you were absolutely the, um, the, the speak and spell and the, the books with the buttons on the side to make the noises yeah. as you're reading the book absolutely. and the kit kid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I was, a I was a discovery channel kid. I was, oh. a, yeah, I was a documentary kid. I was a, uh, back when TLC stood for the learning channel. Uh, yeah, I was all about that. I was big into documentaries and um, my parents actually had a really hard time getting me to read any fiction when I was learning to read uh, just because I just I would only read nonfiction. And it's funny because that is like so in character. <laughs> but um, and just like a little insight into my little space, um, a friend of the show, Soup, just sent me a link to a bunch of math worksheets and oh other littles go nuts for coloring books i go nuts for math workbooks i love those so much i can just like rip through the multiplication tables like crazy i could never it's so oh fun. i was terrible at uh, those those mad minutes or whatever they were called mm -hmm. yeah i'm really excited because for part of my degree uh i'm going to take some more college math, specifically statistics, and I could not be more excited. I hope it goes well for you because I failed twice. <laughs> <laughs> I love stats. <laughs> I think it's so fun. And I'm pretty sure that I, I have an unfair advantage. I have performance enhancing drugs for statistics, otherwise known as autism and estrogen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd do it. Very exciting. I'm, I'm fidgeting with a lighter. I need to put that down. Ah, uh, yes, I was a very yeah. cerebral child and playing with fire. <laughs> um, um, but I think it's a, it's a pretty good litmus test to be like, were you possibly neurodivergent? I'm pretty sure there's a connection between uh, kids who ended up being neurodivergent and uh, being addicted to how it's made and making your siblings stop watching what they wanted to watch so that you could watch how it's made. Oh, yeah. Uh, how it's made. And then my other favorite show was Modern Marvels. Oh, yeah. On the History like, Channel. Really any how it works sort of a show mm, mm -hmm. right in there. Because there's nothing more like specific to the neurodiverse experience of just I want to know how something works. That is just so yes. on the money of like the neurodiverse childhood experience. Mm hmm. This episode of Dear Jazzy is brought to you by AB Universe, the world's leading provider of ABDL and Incon products. If you want to support the show while restocking your petting stash, check out at oddswithgod.com slash sponsors or the sponsors channel in our Discord for 10% off your order of 50 or more. Um, but okay, so we've got another question here if, we, if we're okay to move forward. Yes, we are. Hell yeah. Okie dokie. Uh, this one reads, and this one is a big block of text, so I'm just going to run into this one. Uh, it's, Dear Jazzy and Fawny, this is a non-kink-related question regarding my sister. Let's call her Jane and her spouse, who we'll call Shannon. Last year, Shannon, uh, assigned male at birth, came out as non-binary and transgender and informed us that they had started HRT. However, they're not currently out except to family and a few close friends due to living in a very red state. Originally, Shannon has stated that they only wanted to do HRT and was not interested in surgery. However, I recently talked to my sister and she said that Shannon has been talking about surgery and she's not sure how she feels about that. 
My sister has only ever had boyfriends before Shannon, so this is new territory for her. I suggested they may want to look into couples counseling, but I wondered if you, I was wondering if you had any thoughts about what else I can su suggest to her, like books and websites and support groups, etc. Thanks for all that you both do. Uh, sincerely, a supportive big brother. Oh, thanks, Joe. Uh, <clears throat> it sounds similar to when I first uh, came out because, you know, I think the most true thing anyone could possibly say is that gender is a journey and not a destination. It is always growing and evolving and changing. And um, when I first came out initially, I was kind of mm, on the idea of HRT. And then I, you know, went into it and I was totally like mm, on the idea of surgery. And meanwhile, years later, I'm now planning my third procedure <laughs> coming mm -hmm. up in a few months here. So things can change and grow and evolve as, as you become a different person and learn new things and experiences. And that's part of the fun is, is the journey. Um, I think that is some of the most profound advice that you can give um, your sister is um, is that it's not a destination. It's a, it's a journey. And the person mm -hmm. that you are with, the person is going to be the same person, but they're just going to have like a different configuration. Um, but very specifically, if uh, your sister is worried about um, what, what will it look like post bottom surgery in terms of physical intimacy, strap ons exist as someone who does have, um, does have a phallus and I do use my phallus when it comes to having sex. <clears throat> I even enjoy like, Ooh, look at all these cool, like different strap ons and like wearable things that I can do to like augment what I already have. And like, cause there's a bunch of companies that make like, Oh man, I can put, I can like click this together like a Lego on top of my pinus. And all of a sudden I'm a <laughs> werewolf. Let's fucking go. That's ball. Oh, amazing. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Like there are, <clears throat> so I'm so sorry. I'm clearing my throat so much this episode, but, um, there are so many different ways that you can like have sex and everything. Oh, <laughs> Juice, you can go ahead and post this. This is hilarious. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's typing to me. <clears throat> Especially during this question, it's even more relevant. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. This is funny. When you see this, you're going to shit a brick. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. That would hurt. <laughs> oh my God. The name is so good. Yeah. It's appropriate. You can post it <laughs> with, with the name. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay. Dig this. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm waiting. You're going to have to edit this because it's a whole bunch of waiting. But yeah, anyways, uh, so I'm also going to jump into this question and say one thing. Um, that as Shannon starts liking herself more, um, she she may be a little different. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely something to bring up in counseling. Uh, it is here, the gender dead cookie. 
A gender dead cookie. A gender dead cookie. <laughs> so alt text, it's me as a gingerbread person, but the genitals of the cookie have been chomped off, and that's me. <laughs> Amazing. So good. But yeah, um, as your sister goes on this journey with their spouse, new things will continue to pop up. Oh, and no, it's okay. You can, you can disrupt the question by all means, please do. Uh, Juice, you are always happy to interrupt. Um, but when it comes to, um, going on, on the journey, when someone transitions, especially when they're in a relationship, the primary journey is the person who is transitioning. And I feel like what happens with a lot of people, especially spouses, is, is they fall into the trap of, I want to say it's so hard for me, but I can't because it's not about mm -hmm. me, which is also a sign of someone who is with the program if, if they realize that. So I'd say like definitely like be there and support and just remind uh, your sister that the longer the transition goes on, the more things will change. But as a result, the more opportunities will come up for new and exciting things. So I would just say like keep an open mind, roll with the punches, see what comes of it. Some new titillating experiences might be part of it. And who knows? If uh, if she plays your cards right, maybe your sister will like eating pussy. Hey, there's some comic <laughs> oh relief. Oh my god, <laughs> there's some comic relief for the end of the of a very serious question. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Joe was just gonna love hearing about that. I, I okay, yep. that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's that true. But you know, okay, he's typing. <laughs> he's typing all right. <laughs> Please don't say pussy and my sister in the same sentence, Jazzy. You got it, Joe. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good gravy. Okay. Uh, uh, but, but what if it's something like... Um, I love you too, Okay, Joe. so I'm going to say it because I'm not Jazzy. What if it's something like, um, I respect Joe's sister and I also love eating pussy. Can they be in the same sentence if it's like that? Oh, good question. Dear Joe from Fonny. <laughs> yes, oh, Thank you, Joe. <laughs> I also see that I was tagged in the show channel. Let's see. Oh, uh, oh, is this a Facebook post you, you tagged me in? Thank you, Joe. I'll write in cameos. You submitted questions to an advice show. No, duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this next question uh, is from Lexi pronouns. She, her dear Jazzy and Fawny. Do either of you watch Bluey? What are your thoughts from Lexi? Yes. Good show. Amazing. Great so good. Show. Bluey is Australia's gift to mankind. Like Australia was already like kind of Australia's gift to mankind. Truly. But Bluey is just like, yeah. Um, so good. It is accessible and not annoying. It that is so true. It is such a good show for kids. Like it imparts so much good stuff and like so much like you know, in terms of a kid's show, it imparts a lot of like I don't want to say knowledge because I'll sound like that one guy in the Hollywood Hills, but 
it's good for getting kids imaginations going and everything because i have nieces and nephews that love the show and it gets their creativity just bursting but it's so much fun as an adult to watch because it's not grading like cocomelon Oh, no offense to any Cocomelon stands that might be listening. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Can't, can't do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bluey is also one of those shows where they show that the adults, um, aren't perfect, amazing, wise, um, gods. It's like, no, these are just adults who are trying their best to raise kids. It's so true. When shows cast adults, as either blundering idiots or gods, it frustrates me. But casting adult characters mm-hmm. as humans, so good. Mm-hmm. And so uh, good. Bluey is like one of the only shows that I know of that does not credit their child actors um, so that the, the child actors are not in the public eye. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's really, really cool. Very right. cool, yeah. Those are our thoughts on Bluey. Uh, oh, Bluey is pure and wonderful, and I thank all of the the writers and all of the other people who who helped to put that show together. The I animators think. are also just the 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 part of the show where they go really meta and they they show the sequence of one of the the kids like waking up and showing them animating that part mm-hmm. as part of a bit. Incredible, literally. It is, wow. It's definitely a show where you can feel the love for the art form. And that I think is just mm-hmm. so profound. So, okay, uh, but thank you, Australia, as a whole, for giving us Bluey and Dank Pods and Pudding. Yes. Indeed. <clears throat> so, this is the first Krimis question. Uh, do <gasps> you want to take this one? Okay. It's from Sluggy, uh, who's, uh, who, who writes in Dear. Pegan dog and Grimace fawn. What are some holidays activities uh, you can do with your little if you both don't have great or open home environments? Love leather dog, dog with the leather on her. Leather dog, dog with the leather on her. I had to like squint to kind of read that to understand what I was seeing. Uh, yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, in the queer community, a lot of us have really shit home lives and relationships with our family, which makes holidays really dog awful uh but thankfully uh a lot of us are giant nerds and exist on the internet and boy howdy are there a lot of different avenues on the internet to interface with each other that aren't meta (laughs) as in the the second life ripoff like as (laughs) i can say as and i'm sure someone's going to email me call me a boomer you can see your loved ones on second life but for an actual thing that people still use burn uh being able to just like get on a group call with each other this all together specifically not in like a server but specifically like calling up a group chat and turning on your cameras and just talking to each other and say oh i got this and I got that. And maybe doing a gift exchange with each other over the internet. That's a really great way to bridge the gap. And something that I did over the pandemic when, um, all of us were like forced apart, not by way of bad familial relationships, but out of necessity. Uh, funny. Do you want a talking stick? Uh, yeah, of course. 
um, <clears throat> for holiday holiday activities that you can do with your little, I really highly recommend starting a tradition, um, getting kind of a routine going of being like, okay, it's it's Christmas Eve. Uh, let's play a game online or or uh, let's go out to go do something special on Christmas Eve. Um, I really like, I'm, I'm going to plug one of my favorite places to just go like hang out with some of my other friends online. Um, board game arena where you can go play virtual versions of real life board games. Is that like tabletop uh, simulator? Yeah. Uh, but okay. it's, it's a, it's a website. Ooh. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty accessible. Um, a bunch of really fantastic games on there that you can play for free. Um, and that's like in the, in the event that you don't live close to your little. But if you do live close to your little, going out and starting a tradition of like going and walking and looking at Christmas lights or um, going out to a cafe or something and, and sharing a hot chocolate with candy cane in it, if you can find it. Mm -hmm. um, or even just hanging out at one of your houses. Um and doing the hot chocolate and candy cane thing. I love I love stuff like that. Yeah, like sitting together and watching the snowfall. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be like specifically Christmas related. It's just it's it's about tradition more than anything else. Indeed. <clears throat> uh oh my god. It's Jazzy. it's Jazzy. Oh my God, it is Jazzy. Oh my God, yes, it has my emo over and everything. So, alt text, uh, it's me in the style of Bluey. Perfect. A masterpiece. Uh huh. Uh, kind of along the same lines, uh, this next question comes in from Snazzy the Big Red Dragon. Uh, dear podcast, what is your favorite Christmas slash winter holiday memory? And Fani, I would love for you to go first. I don't remember a lot of my childhood, but uh, some of my best sort of holiday themed memories are around just spending time with some of the friends that I've made um, during the holiday season and doing holiday adjacent activities like, you know, going out and looking at Christmas lights or playing board games. Mm. <laughs> you can tell I'm a little biased on my uh, my recommendations. Uh, and what about you? I'm not sure if this is like a very specifically like a Canadian slash Midwestern thing, but do y'all do a lot of tobogganing up there? Oh, of course. Good. I we haven't ha tobogganed in like 10 years, but uh, yeah, we have national pastime. Absolutely. We have some really good toboggan rails down in the metro parks here. And uh they Ooh. grease them shits up and you go flying and it is so fun <laughs> oh god yeah and then the, uh -huh. in the chalet you can go in there and it's like this cute like all wood like a-frame building they have like a bunch of old arcade machines uh and one of them is the four-player teenage Mutant ninja turtles game so you can just like oh my sink god a bunch of quarters into there with your hot chocolate and like a little styrofoam cup so good uh-huh oh wonderful wonderful times uh well, what were they called? We had this one kind of sled that every kid needed to have. Um, and so many kids broke their arms on these. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Oh, it was the, the GT Snow Racer. GT Snow. That sounds so familiar. Yeah. It's got uh, the 
two tracks and with yeah. one track like kind of like a trike where the yeah. the track in the very front has the wheel so that you can turn it and steer this thing but steering it does not work you're still gonna go straight down and, and then if you steer a little too hard you off. roll yeah 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 this and it's got terrifying. the seat on it oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> terrifying uh-huh. uh thankfully i never rode one of these but i was big into skiing uh my dad got me into skiing when i was uh three and uh the skiing tradition for as long as i've been alive is wake up really early on a saturday make a shit ton of pancakes hit the slopes as early as you can and get as much time and you ski until dark and it is so so incredibly fun and uh Mm. this one year when i was old enough to start taking on more advanced hills um me and my dad we would like hit moguls and like go off of ramps and grind rails and like like uh grind boxes um but my dad tried to hit a rail (laughs) going downhill we do not have trick skis we have downhill skis because he and i are downhill skiers primarily like time trial skiers we do not have like hybrid skis or snow blades we have downhill skis so we should not have been hitting rails he hit the rail successfully he ground it did not dismount and he landed with his thumb between the rail and his sternum and continued to fall it kind of you know cracked back quite a bit so oh no yeah so it was funny because he was getting brought down by a the ski patrol he's like in 40 years of skiing i've never had an accident this is bullshit (laughs) it's really Mm -hmm. funny and in church the next day uh it was the christmas eve service he was in a hand brace and during the offering of peace he's like peace be with you and peace be with you and he was just like in it's really funny but um I think it's more of like a winter memory when it comes to like a specific holiday memory. Uh, a couple of years ago, uh, celebrating the winter solstice with a bunch of our pagan friends in our circle, they have an apple and a pear tree in their backyard and a shit ton of cats. So the magical energy there is on point. Oh, thank you, Joe. Blessed Yule to you too. Um, and so we have this rip roaring bonfire and it's just like a billion degrees and it's super tall and we're blasting industrial music and we're wearing all black and we're having a great time and we're drunk as hell in wassail just having a grand old time the pagan way and these two enormous black cats just saunter out of the forest and sit down with us and then they were adopted into that home they just appeared from the ether two little void well two very large void boys just massive floofy black cast just like we live here now which is we are here and that is just like such a standout magical memory that is blessed it was a very blessed solstice Mm -hmm. how about you oh also um yeah it was just uh mentioned in chat that uh it is currently Hanukkah. It is. It's the second night. I believe Hanukkah. Hanukkah started. Yeah. Hanukkah started yesterday. Uh, this is being recorded on the Monday. Um, but yeah, favorite Christmas and winter holiday memory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or Boxing Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just spending time with people. Yeah. What was the coolest gift you've ever gotten on Christmas? How about that? Uh, this one right over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Oh, she's rooting. I for recently it. got. Ooh. Yeah, I recently got um, uh, a little care package, a little gift package from uh, some friends that I made through my um, partner who's in the house. And it is a heart. They have cut a heart of wood. And this is a really beautiful, like, I don't even know what you would call this. Like, a, it's almost like a bird's eye sort of a. Yeah. Um, I almost want to say flame. Rain to this wood. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. The grain on that is just immaculate. It's incredible. And then they've, um, I don't know what they've done. They've stained my favorite mascot into the front of it. Mm-hmm. it looks so like it it's burn. a trivet. It's no, it's not burnt. Uh, it does have like the little bleeding on the edges. Like they've taped and stained it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So That's they stained um, a picture of Milky Chan onto it. Aww. And I'm just, I'm blown away. That is so beautiful I don't know. and personal. I don't know how they found that image to use for the, the Milky Chan that they did for it, but it's just it's just perfect. I love that. That's like so incredibly so, sweet. Aw. And very, very thoughtful. So thoughtful, yeah. And what about you? Okay. Best gift. Oh man. Hmm. The one that really sticks out in my memory is the microscope that I got when I was like mm-hmm. eight, I think I love that thing. Uh, I think one of the best gifts, uh, just kind of objectively best gifts is when I was 13, my dad gave me a soldering iron and I used that thing oh. until it died last year. I only replaced it one when, when I needed to replace it. That's that first soldering iron was incredible. It was a Weller brand and it heated mm-hmm. up like that. It was awesome. That is fantastic. That, yeah. yeah, a soldering iron sounds awesome. I think I need one. Ooh, also, I just wanted to uh, shout out my friend who lives up north. Um, got me these moccasins uh, beaded by one of their community community members. And it's rabbit fur and like an actual like hide. Nothing on this is synthetic. And they've got the... Oh, that's the, beautiful. Um, the indigenous style beading on the top of it there. With a nice little flower in pink and purple. That's incredible. And he picked those out for me and, and sent them down because he knows that I get cold feet. Mm. <laughs> I desperately need some new slippers. I'm real jealous. Yeah. I'm real jealous. And uh, we have the same size feet. So he was able to just try them on himself and then send me them and they fit perfect. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my God. Look at the chat. Look at I the love chat. That. It's the dick mystery. Oh, what's this? Oh no. It's a oh. It's a oh. green dildo with lights around it and a star on top. Oh, God. <laughs> I, uh, I love how it's colored, too. It's like, uh-huh. hey, I'll you. <sighs> you know, Deck the balls. The bingo. I was going to say, that's definitely a dildo because it doesn't have balls. It has a suction cup on the bottom. That's incredible. You can use that for anal. You definitely, yeah. <laughs> you can put that in your butt. Do you think the light will come out of your mouth and your eyes like like a Ramstein show? <laughs> oh my god! Uh-huh. Oh my god! Oh, scratch your bingo cards. We are past uh-huh. the yawn threshold. We're going hard though, just like the the dickmas tree. No, come all yeah. ye face, your faceful. Shut the fuck up, juice. <laughs> Please don't stop. <laughs> I love you. 
All right, this next Juice, one. you're going to need to do better than that. Ooh, don't threaten. This episode of Dear Jazz is brought to you by the Kansas City Age Play Munch. The Kansas City Age Play Munch is your chance to meet littles, bigs, middles, ABDLs, DDLG enthusiasts, and age players of all stripes in the greater Kansas City area. The January Munch will take place on Tuesday, January 17th at 7 p.m. at Wallow Pizza, 7433 Broadway Street, Kansas City, Missouri. Our table will have a star and a stick on it. Uh, this next question <laughs> is from Let's Call Me Joe. Pronouns he, him, dear Jazzy and Fonny. What is your favorite Christmas drink and food or meal? You can go first. Hot chocolate with alcohol in it. Ooh, good choice. Good choice. Uh, Irish coffee is my favorite drink. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, I'm also a big fan of around the holidays. Starbucks always has or has uh, the zebra mocha or the black and white Ooh. mocha. Those are fantastic. What is that? Uh, it is half black, half dark chocolate, half white chocolate in a mocha. Oh my God. It's real good. It is. Oh my God. Real good. Zebra mocha. Uh, favorite food uh i'm on the fuck turkey bandwagon so if someone brings mm -hmm. out something a bit more exciting like a beef tenderloin or a prime rib for christmas dinner i get way more hype for that uh but my favorite uh christmas slash winter holiday themed uh thing of all time has to be wassail which is the traditional pagan drink that we consume on the winter solstice it is mold spices and cider and wine and sometimes rum if you want to get a little bit spicy but basically it is a whole bunch of stuff and you put it in your in your slow cooker or your crock pot and you just let it get blazing hot and then you take it outside and you drink it while stoking the the bonfire all night long in freezing temperatures and you get wicked wasted on it and it is so tasty so wassail definitely oh god that sounds really good it's so good. We actually had some wassail uh, with dinner. Ooh. Yeah, it's real good. Some people say wassail. Mm -hmm. That's also correct. Pronunciation does not matter. Wassail or wassail. Just drink it. Just drink it. Just drink it. Feel <laughs> merry. <laughs> uh, um, I'm also, I'm also just a giant whore for mashed potatoes. Ooh. Like whenever they bring out that giant container of mashed potatoes on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I keep it close to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Glacia says, is that the same wah word from here we come a wassailing? <laughs> that was good. I think so. Um, but speaking of mashed potatoes, what if I told you I just perfected my mashed potato recipe? What? How? So I do mine uh, whipped style. Uh, so I start with your potato of choice, uh, quarter it down into like, like little, like little chunk pieces, uh, put it in a pot, bring up just enough cold water, specifically cold water, just to cover it, salt aggressively, tiny touch of olive oil, put that on the stove, bring it up to boiling and then let it sit until it's fork tender. Then as soon as it's done, strain it out, put it into the bowl of a stand mixer, and then hit that with <clears throat> a generous uh, scoop of ghee instead of butter because mm. ghee is dairy-free, and that means that mm -hmm. my mom can have it. Uh, I'm more lactose irresponsible than my mom, though. So throw that in with a big wallop of ghee, 
or clarified butter, uh, lots of dill weed, uh, salt, pepper, um, bit of rosemary. Uh, I think I already said dill, uh, and then garlic powder, and then just turn your, uh, stand mixer on, let go slow and then gradually pick up speed and just really let it whip it up. And by the time you're done, it's just this perfect, beautiful, mm-hmm. mm, fantastic mashed potatoes. Yeah. I, I love a mashed potato with, uh, way too much minced garlic in it. Oh, definitely. Like you take a jar of minced garlic and you put the whole thing in and then you think to yourself, well, that's, that's quite a bit of minced garlic, but perhaps not enough. So you add a little bit more. Yeah. And then you just keep going. Yeah. I'm all on board plan. I mince my own garlic with a giant chef's knife because it's like the jar is great, but I feel like the jar is a bit stinkier than fresh garlic. What do you think? I love the stink. It's good. And I'm not, I'm also <laughs> not judging you, but sometimes uh-huh. it like overpowers the rest of the aromatics. You know what I mean? Okay. But if I could just eat garlic for the rest of my life. Girl, we are on the same wavelength. I respect <laughs> you. I respect you. Uh-huh. Garlic is the, the spice of life. Garlic um, is the spice of life. <laughs> oh, good gravy. don't call me up for it not being a spice it is it is the spice of my heart <laughs> it is absolutely a spice i guess it's more of a seasoning but we could call it a spice is garlic an herb yeah, it's a nightshade okay yeah specifically okay. it's a nightshade oh. it's a condiment it's a condiment <laughs> oh goodness hey remember when um, dear jazzy used to be a cooking podcast <laughs> is garlic soup <laughs> or Every, a sandwich everything in the universe is either a potato or not a potato and you cannot argue with me otherwise that's very true it's true i've got the true true uh speaking of mm-hmm. the true true uh the next question comes in from skywalker ranch dear uh-huh. jazz crew oh my god look at this picture <laughs> oh god oh this is good I'm feeling the holiday cheer on this episode. Juice is coming in hot. With these- <laughs> That's me. That's me with a giant mug with a hot chocolate and a whole bunch of alcohol. <laughs> and you've got a blush going and you are looking bubbly. <laughs> uh, dear Jazz Crew uh, from Skywalker Ranch, dear Jazz Crew, spelled with a Q, uh, with the bird app, on life support at best right now what would you suggest for members of the community looking for a new home on socials straight to the best skywalker ranch dipped in abiding poles uh i would say take the opportunity to leave social media it's been great for my mental health (laughs) uh i've been leaning back on fetlife and discord for my primary modes of communication uh and just socializing being able to like take a step back from social media has really allowed me to think more clearly just like be more in the moment invested in the real I've been able to like think more about like college and my life and my goals it's been pretty incredible uh notably empty husk the current ceo of twitter uh put out a poll saying like should i like leave should i go i will abide by the results of this poll and the people resoundingly said yes 
So hopefully he uh-huh. leaves soon. Because I have not logged into Twitter since I said I was logging out ever since he made the KKK joke. I was like, okay, I've seen enough. I'm done. Uh, so if he leaves, maybe I'll come back. Uh, until then, I think all the different platforms like Co-Host and Mastodon are all too... They're all fighting for the same space. Like there's a power vacuum and everyone is trying to like scramble in to get it. And so I think right now it's just like, it's too soon to tell where the next platform is going to be or if Twitter is going to make a comeback after Elon leaves. Uh, So I'm just enjoying my time off of social media for a little bit, which is why I've been saying like, just email the show. Like don't tweet at me, just email me. It's been super great. Funny. Uh yeah, I've I've heard rumblings in in the circles about uh different places to to start your your social media over again, I suppose. Like if Twitter fails, then um I know that some people have already made co-host accounts or mm-hmm. Mastodon accounts or like joined Mastodon servers. Um but yeah, I've also kind of like taken a step back from social media as a whole, which is kind of it kind of sucks. I'm not in the on the up and up for all the new art that's come out. But uh, at the same time, I don't miss it as much as I thought I would. Yeah, I, I definitely it's it felt a bit isolating at first because my brain was coming down from that dopamine hook. Right. And mm-hmm. it was like, oh, I don't have that anymore yeah. like i physically uninstalled the twitter app and i was like okay so what do i do <clears throat> and it felt just like yeah, weird for a little bit but it's like a detox like you're getting back to a, a a homeostasis of like not having that external validation all the time yeah exactly and um i left twitter literally right before i went on a week-long camping trip in the mountains where i wouldn't have access to it anyway and mm-hmm. I felt great. And I just kept that momentum going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is the. But it, oh, I'm sorry. I interrupted like, you. Uh, it's way easier to to leave social media. Like if you already have like a, a good social circle or a close partner or really any other sort of like social outlet. So I can definitely see how it's a lot harder for different people um, who might feel more isolated, especially in the holiday season when it's really easy, easy to feel isolated. Mm-hmm. So for those needing needing an outlet, needing um, a place to go talk to other people. Um, even Tumblr. Even <laughs> Tumblr's Tumblr. a good option. I've been there for years and years. Even Tumblr. Good old Tumblr. Yeah. Tumblr's always going to be there for us with crabs and all. Crabs and all. Uh or you can just join a bunch of Discord servers, find one that fits you, and just kind of rock out there for a little bit. Wait for hmm. the storm to pass. It's less yelling into the void uh, and more like actually talking to people, which is sometimes anxiety-inducing. But, uh, mm-hmm. oh my god, the fun that I've had on Discord. Oh, yeah. Like, just having Juice just, like, drop little illustrations here. Um, Unparalleled. Yeah. Can't get this anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, the amount of fun I've had on Discord vastly outweighs the amount of fun I've had on Twitter. That's true. Oh, God, that's so true. Yeah. Um, Shall we go into the next one? Yes. Uh, do you want to take this one? Sure. Uh, this is Too Jazzy and Fawny. What are y'all's ideal fantasized version of Santa Claus? 
for me, I can't get the image of a Santa that's basically just the TF2 heavy with a fluffy beard. I just want him to pick me up and tell me I'm a good girl. Side eye emoji. Uh, happy holidays from Autumn Fox. Pronouns she, they. With a little fox emoji. That's so cute. So cute. Heck. My idealized <clears throat> vision of Santa Paws is one that many uh, gray muzzle baby furs like myself hold dear in our hearts. And that is Santa Paws. Santa Paws is a character that has been um, a thing in the furry fandom for a very long time. And every year at Midwest Fur Fest, um, which is unofficially the Christmas con because it takes place every December. Um, There are a bunch of people that will deck out their fursuits in like Santa outfits or other themed apparel. So cute. Like all the reindeer or deer furries have a absolute romp of a good time. And there's a bunch of wolf or dog adjacent furries who will become Santa paws and everything. And for a while, there was one furry who would take the bit so far that uh, he would he would have like a sack of like little presents that he would give out to baby furs. So cute. Oh, my God. Really, really adorable. Like not like children, but like actual like adult like baby furs. So super precious. And Santa Paws is absolutely like something that I hold very, very dear. I'm trying to remember. I got very distracted by the idea of just fursuiters in holiday outfits, especially the reindeer. Mm. Oh, my God. Can you imagine all the jingling? Oh, I bet you heard the jingling. But oh, I absolutely. Uh, so many jingle bells. It's burned into my mind. <laughs> Let's see. Someone referred to MFS as jingle con one time. I was like, oh, yes, that is correct. um i quite enjoy the the depiction of santa claus from um rise of the guardians yeah yeah yeah. just buff santa with the naughty and nice tattoos Mm, yeah (laughs) (laughs) like um i think that one's just a lot of fun but the ideal fantasized version of santa claus um I don't know. I think I think I've had a little bit too much gin and I'm just I'm just picturing porn Santa. <laughs> the wassail is flowing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're festive. We are in the festive move. It is the holiday fucking special. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want to do this next one? Let's see. This is the last one for the night. Uh, there's a couple in the live uh, questions channel as well. Oh, my mistake. Okay. <clears throat> well, this is the last one in this channel. Indeed. Okay. Yeah, it's um, Summer is asking, Dear Jazzy and Fonny, what are your favorite holiday stories, all genres included? Santa pause. Santa pause. Okay, real answer. <laughs> Jim Carrey's <laughs> Grinch is my favorite holiday story. Specifically, Jim Amazing. Carrey's Grinch. He's just such a rat bastard. I love him. That one is really good. I could watch that every year. Um, I watch it in the summer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so makes sense. Yeah. Uh, for just how sweet the story is and the an- animation. Uh, I really like Klaus. Yeah. Yeah, that one's really sweet. 
Mm-hmm. It's just, it's such a beautiful movie. Um, I love it as like background noise during the holidays. I might actually put that one on tonight and watch it again. Yeah. Um, and then there's a, a story, like a storybook that I read years and years ago. I got it from like one of my parents' friends where they were like, I know that you like books. Here's one that I liked. I was like, The Legend of Holy Claws. Wow. Thank you. Um, but then I took the time to read it. And now it's like one of those stories that I just can't get into my head. And I wish they would make a movie off of it. But there's a lot of elements in it that are um, that have already been done by more recent movies like Frozen. Um, that it was kind of like, ugh, I know that this book came out first and if they made a movie of it, it would be called a frozen ripoff. So yeah, damn. <laughs> but essentially that? the story is that, um, Santa and Mrs. Claus didn't have any kids. They couldn't have kids. And a little boy, um, wrote a letter to Santa, um, like essentially asking, for Santa to be happy. Like all Santa and Mrs. Claus wanted was, was a little, like a child. They wanted a baby. Um, and then this boy writes in and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, their, their happiness is this child. They were able to have a child. Um, and the child is Holly, Holly Claus. And unfortunately she's cursed. She has a frozen heart. Um, and if she gets into like an environment that's too warm, it'll melt and she'll die. Um, but she wants to go out and explore the world anyways. And uh, she does. She goes on, a, on an adventure and she works in a doll shop making dolls and uh, has just enough magic to keep her uh, in a in an environment that's just cold enough. Kind of like how Elsa does the thing for um, Lots of Nuts, the snowman. Uh, Olaf? Fuck. I think yeah. Olaf? I don't know. I'm not, that, I'm not yeah, Olaf. Fan. Olaf the snowman. Thank you. <laughs> all off. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what's his nuts? The snowman. You know what's his nuts? Um, Yo, carrot dick. The snowman. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that you want to hear. <laughs> um, Juice, get on it. <laughs> yep. Um, and then, yeah, it's the story of, like of her going out on this adventure and um, fighting against the the bad guy who froze her heart in the first place and um, falling in love. So, bunch of Holly Claus. It's super sweet. Yeah, I wish it was a movie. On the other spectrum of something that is not wholesome and kind of fucking sucks, is this the part of the show where we're able to reference Eight Crazy Nights with Adam Sandler? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. And then that was the reference. And now we're moving on. We're not talking about a crazy nights. Uh, okay. <laughs> big fan of Santa Claus is coming to town and Rudolph the red nosed reindeer, the uh, stop motion animated uh, specials that would play on TV like every single year forever. Are you uh, privy to these? Uh, yeah coming uh, maybe town as soon as you see the art style you'll uh you'll immediately recognize this yeah wow. i think i need something to trigger my memory here wow i can i can type worth a damn here we go and then screenshot and paste just a gnome santa says juice that's a good drawing though uh, okay 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love this tiny Santa with his big nose. With his big nose and his hat over his eyes and he's got a bell. But yeah, this was the the movie Santa Claus is coming to town. And then there's also, ooh, just coming That's in right. with Emmett Otter. Emmett Otter's drug band fucking Christmas. What a good special. I love Emmett Otter. I've heard good things. Never watched it, though. Like all of the uh, like all of the um, Muppet productions, the blooper reel is so funny for it. It's just like these adorable little stuffed animals just swearing. And it's so great. Um, that's a great one. I'm trying to remember. There is this other special that I was trying to. Oh, fuck. What was it called? Man, we are really. Do you remember anything about it? Oh, it was the, uh, you'll probably remember this. It was the, um, the story of the kid who gets the Toronto Maple Leafs jersey and like he does something and then the priest goes, go to the church and ask God for forgiveness. And this is like a very specific Canadian ingrained memory. Oh God. Okay. Um, what is this? Where the kid gets the Toronto Maple Leaves jersey. Oh, what is this called? The hockey sweater? The hockey sweater. Yes. The hockey oh. sweater. Boom. I told you the I, US was Diet Canada. I know of this. This is this is a like a deep childhood memory. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> It was animated and adapted into an animated short called The Sweater in 1980. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, Brian. And I- yeah, go to the church. Yes, that is a very French Canadian thing. <laughs> go to the church and ask God for forgiveness. <laughs> it's so important. Oh, no, I know why I know about this. It's because my um, my adoptive grandmother was related to Maurice Richard. Oh. So, of course, my family was all like, yep, you have to know about Maurice Richard. Naturally, naturally. Uh, Brian is coming in hot with the Rugrats Chanika special. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And then Winnie the Pooh's Christmas special says Juice. Absolutely. Classic. Yeah. Classic. We're just having open forum right now. This is great. No, mm-hmm. you're okay, Brian. Uh, Polar Express, obviously, says Baby Summer Ooh. Girl. Yeah, Hot there. Chocolate. Polar Express, classic. Classic, classic. We only hear, <laughs> here we only have one rule, says Juice. Uh-huh. All right. While people are filing in with their holiday movies. Uh, oh, uh, okay. Here we go. The, uh, sorry, my brain. Annabelle's wished. Yes. Uh, this last holiday themed question is from the Bounty Hunter from our live questions and feedback channel. Uh, and then, uh, it, I'm sorry, I'm like, <laughs> we are merry <laughs> here on yeah. Dear Chat. Yeah, let me, I can grab this one. The Thank Bounty Hunter you. asks, uh, we just hosted an amazing ABDL holiday party in the rural Southeast um, that had 13 people total. It went great, but do you have any advice for new ABDL events for both hosts and new guests? And then the second half is, or what do you think is a good activity for a holiday little event? Uh, gingerbread gingerbread uh, house decorating gingerbread house 
decorating or cookie decorating. Those are cookie really decorating. Good. And then you leave um, them on the plate for Santa Paws to come out, right? With the the, the mm-hmm. eggnog. Then when you go to bed, then the caregivers eat it and then they go, Oh, Santa Paws ate it. And then you go, oh, Christmas magic. And it's the best. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> or um printing out the coloring pages of of uh ornaments and uh giving everyone like glitter glue and sequins and shit so that they can like decorate these ornaments. Mm-hmm. Or uh, you can get a bunch of of the printer paper and cut out little snowflakes and you can hang them <gasps> all yes. around. Love that. Ooh, and I saw this craft um, where you take oh, basically up. take um, different size buttons um, mm-hmm. and you follow a pattern um, stringing all of the buttons onto a piece of thread that, so that they're all stacked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and because the, the buttons are all different sizes, you'll make a shape in the outlines of this stack and you can make like a Christmas tree and a snowman and stuff like that. That is so cool. I love that. Yeah, I have it saved on my Instagram. It's adorable. I find that the holidays are also a great time of year to start brewing up some bottle potions. I do not have the link handy, Ooh. but you can if you are of the pagan persuasion. You can make some really ripping potions that go into your bottle and they are wonderful. Uh, mm-hmm. It's on Tumblr, but I think those are way too overly, overly sugary. So you can kind of make your own recipes for the intention. Funny. That's so goddamn cute. That's adorable. Right? Look at that. Uh-huh. And imagine like laying out all the buttons. Um, I've seen these these page printouts. This is an amazing littles activity, by the way, mm-hmm. um, because you get this this sheet of paper with all the little circles in um, a specific order. So your little has to take their buttons and match up the sizes to the order on the sheet and then string them all onto this string to make this ornament. I love that. I just it's so cute. I'm going to cry. It's so <laughs> oh, my God. What if you. A caregiver made a little's advent calendar for their little, oh. and like the uh-huh. first one has like, I don't know what it would have, but like as like certain days, like oh a new passy, that's exciting, and at the very end, it's just like a whole bag of like little kings or something. That'd oh my be, god, yeah, that'd be so cute, that'd be adorable. Uh huh. Fonny, I what I meant to ask what 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 gin are you enjoying? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Took you a minute to get there, huh? Yeah. We are doing <laughs> our best, baby. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, uh, I'm drinking, uh, it's an Albertan distillery called Burwood, and they did a spiced apple gin. Uh, it is very holiday friendly. And if you cut here, I will bring back the bottle and show everyone because it's just, it's so cute. Or I can just entertain the masses and not cut. What's up, crew? It is your girl, Jazzy Starshine. Happy holidays. Thank you for spending this cold, cozy uh, night, Monday night here in our Discord. And I hope that if you are not having the best holiday season, you can find your home here in our little community. And thank you for joining us. It's so much fun. Uh, Joe, it's also lovely to see you here. And waving back at Glacia, look at that gin bottle holographic that's so pretty yeah there it is spiced apple gin and um this is the one where it's it's blue like you can't really see it all that well but it is it is a very lovely um 
transparent blue. Good. And Love whenever it. you add anything acidic to it, like tonic or lemon or lime or anything like that, it turns purple because it's got um, butterfly pea flower in it. Like um, that Empress gin that got kind of popular. Yeah, 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 yeah. We stock Empress downstairs. Or yeah. Hendrix, I think. Yeah, oh, I don't know if you so can pretty. see it all that well, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, we can see it. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, and also, Princess Jill says, I have found home here, precious. I see that you Aww. have pinged us. Uh, when I have OBS opened and recording, it goes into streamer mode, so I actually do not get pings. So you don't have to, you don't have to tag us every single time. I I, I have all the chats open, so I'm like I'm I'm plugged into the matrix that is the show. <laughs> I got you, girl. Don't mm-hmm. worry. Um, Fani, neither of us are sober. Um. Do do gin bottles count as trading cards if I swap them with other people for crafting purposes? <laughs> sure. Yes. Look at Juice's little <laughs> rickety reindeer. Aww. Oh. Oh, I love that. Adorable. Oh, put a sweater on the baby, please. Please put a mm-hmm. sweater. Uh, alt text. Juice drew this tiny little famished reindeer can we please give this reindeer some like carrots and cookies and a sweater please this poor little thing mm-hmm. um jazzy i mean vani <sighs> oh my god you're doing great sweetie <laughs> yes i love kisses <laughs> oh fuck me funny how mm-hmm. can people give you money? They can buy merch from um, the store that we have at adoddswithgod.com. Mm-hmm. And they can also buy merch directly from me um, from the Etsy store that I've got with Juicebox called um, Assorted Crinkles. So Etsy.com slash Assorted Crinkles. You can get, um, I wish I had a little, little um, sample close by to me, but my backpack is way the way over there. Uh, I love the pin that I made so much that I bought a backpack to match the colors of it. That um, is clutch. Yeah, yeah, it's so cute. Get one. Get one for yourself. Yeah. Everyone else has one. I think it's time for you to also have one. Assorted Crinkles on Etsy. Yep. And they can also just ask me for my PayPal and give me the, the coins from between the couch cushions. Excellent. Please and thank you. Please and thank <laughs> Weigh you. my pockets down, please. It's a weird um, time for artists right now. Give funny your money. It's true. <laughs> well, I do have a nice government job, but it, it doesn't completely keep me um, comfortable. I mean, it's it's government for Christ's sake. So sometimes you just want to draw dipes for money. It's true. It's true. It's true. Whenever I open commissions again, everyone's going to know about it. Uh, but yeah, what about you, Jazzy? Well, how can the people get their dollars into your hands? Well, you can check out patreon.com slash Jasmine Starshine which is the <laughs> juice literally drew over a sweater and some carrots <laughs> and a little dog bowl for the reindeer drawing. I love this show. This is great. <laughs> this reminds me of those, um, the series on, on Twitter that they had where it was like a hundred likes and I'll, I'll take off her shirt or whatever, but it's like a hundred likes and I'll put a sweater on this shivering deer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash Jasmine Starshine is the best way that you can support the ongoing production of the show, especially because I'm going to be 
going back to college soon here. And uh, you can get some awesome porn of yours truly and a bunch of other wicked rad uh, rewards. Uh, yeah, we're doing great. <laughs> we are mm-hmm. we're doing great here, Fonny. Um, I'm trying to... Oh, uh, we redesigned the website and I'm going to do that spiel in a second where you can see all of our links, including our merch store, which is another way that you can support the show with some flashy, flashy merch uh, that I'm a big fan of. And we're, we definitely need to put some new stuff up there soon because I just feel like that. Excuse me. I'm, I'm disgusting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dear Jazzies and at oddswithgod.com production, please visit us online at oddswithgod.com where you can visit my links, funnies links and everything related to this show and everything else we do in uh this this community i am jasmine holiday drunk shine (laughs) (laughs) and i'm a funny full of gin and cheer (laughs) happy solstice we will see you next time bye blessed you all blessed you goodbye happy haunted good night merry christmas have a good one we love you uh don't leave things behind Get off. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Put that in. That's. I went to work on Sunday, and I worked uh, at the the farmers market, and I wore the cutest fucking outfit, and like all the women at the market were just like, "That's the cutest shit I've ever seen." Oh, I love that for you. A little lanyardisms. Because they just came around and they were like, oh, you're pink. Oh, you just made their whole ding dong day.